Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Imagine a sharp, stabbing pain on your skin. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful, blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Everybody, you all listening to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, I got something I want to share with you today. I was I was in the gym this morning and uh trainer Lee Haney son sent him a text. And he sent him a text this morning of a dude in the gym lifting up huge weights, dumbbells, doing a bench press. Like, you know, just huge dumbbells, you know, stuff I ain't doing. You know, hundred-some pounds. I'm not really sure. It was huge. I've never seen dumbbells this big. And the man was pressing them. And Lee's son took a picture of him, and he sent this to his father this morning. His father shared it with me. I want to share it with y'all. Because, man, I can't ex- tell you how it's explained so much of your life. And when he showed the man lifting this excessive weight in the gym, he said, wow, Pop, look at this dude right here. And he says, the caption he put under it was, don't pray for it to be easier. Pray to be stronger. Don't pray for it to be easier. Pray for you to be stronger. Ain't that cold? See, I was thinking about that as soon as he said it. I said, man, I got to go on the radio. I, I got to tell everybody what I see now. Don't pray for it to be easier. Pray for you to be stronger. Okay, let me tell you how important that is. Now, I just heard it that way today, and I'm sharing it with you immediately because you know what that has? It's going to help me a lot because oftentimes I've done it indirectly, and then sometimes I've done it all the wrong. I've, sometimes I've actually prayed for it to be stronger, but I've also prayed sometimes for it to be easier. I have done that and been guilty of it myself. But from now on after hearing that, I'm changing my prayer because, see, you can't have it both ways. You can't be strong and weak at the same time. You're either going to be strong or you're going to be weak. Now, if you keep asking God to make it easier, what you are not asking him for is for you to be able to handle whatever happens. So the next thing that come along that you ain't worked your muscles on to prepare you for, that's going to sink you too. So what I learned by that is sometimes I, I got to change my prayer too. Now, I do most of the time, but I'm a human being, and sometimes I just want it to go away. But now what I really need to pray for is the strength all the time to deal with whatever besets me, whatever comes my way. Because to become successful, and we've talked about this how many times, it's hard. So since knowing it's going to be hard, why not ask for the strength to handle that? See, stop praying for weaker moments. Stop praying for it to be easier. Stop asking God to make your way plain and easy. Okay, now what? Now you ain't worked your muscles out to learn how to handle nothing. I was at it this morning. I put a little more weight on it. Lee said, wow, man, you up in here this morning. In order to grow, I got to change. And you can't change if you're going to stay the same. You can't keep picking up the same 40-pound dumbbells and you want some more results. You're going to keep getting it. If you keep doing what you've been doing, you're going to keep getting what you've been getting. You cannot grow without the change. So when we're talking to God and we're asking God to make it easy for us, where the growth at? Where the change at? No, you got to ask God to make you stronger, not to make the situation weaker. I'm changing my prayers, man. 
I'm going at him now with just just make me strong enough to handle whatever happened, whatever come my way. Give me the strength to handle it. And now, whatever I see in front of me that I'm trying to go after that's going to require more, give me the strength to do that too. Help me be a stronger man. Help me be a stronger person. Help me be a stronger woman, a stronger boy, a stronger girl, a stronger student, a stronger boss, a stronger employee, a stronger leader, a stronger follower. Give me that. Give me strength to do that. Stop asking for it to be simple and easy and paved away. What you want, man? The road to success is always under construction. Always. It ain't ever paved and smooth and easy. Look here, man. Go out there today. Try to be successful. See what you're going to run into. Man, it's orange barrels. It's workers. It's detours. It's, it's got craters in the road with no warning signs on it. That's how hard it is to be successful. The road to success is always under construction. It ain't finna smooth out for you. You got to ask God for strength. Be what you're supposed to be. Now, let's look at here. When you make a mistake, and you're gonna make them, we all do. We fall down, but we get up. A saint is just a sinner who fell down, but he didn't stay there. That's all a saint is. All these Christians running their mouth with you about how, how fired up and saved they are and all this. Got all that. But them people, them people make mistakes all the time. All the time. And see, the moment we as Christian people start telling people the truth about being a Christian, more people can get interest, interested in it. But if you're going to tell everybody this lie, that you're over here living this perfect life and everything, and ever since you came to God, your life been smooth and you don't have no, and he done took all your pains away. What? 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 Who are you? Where that, where that life at? You talking about heaven now, ain't you? But I heard you had to die to go there. So what you really talking about? Come on, man. I'm talking to the cat that's in some real pain right now. That's in some real trouble right now. The dude is at the crossroad right now. The dude has been struggling and dealing with it for a long time. I'm talking to the cat that's out there been trying to figure out what's wrong, man. Why I can't seem to get it right. That's who I'm talking to. I'm saying, come over here and give God a try. Come over here with your imperfect self, with your imperfect ways, and watch him change some things about you. Watch him give you the strength. See, what he did for me, let me, okay, see, best way I can do is just tell you what happened to me. See, what it did for me was, it ain't so much. He just, he just took me and took how I was and made me better with it. I'm still an aggressive man. I'm probably not going to ever stop being aggressive. But he took that aggression and he started shaping it. Now, for the first 12 minutes in the morning, be aggressive about me. Be aggressive about the feelings you got towards me. Your, your father, your leader, your God, your savior. Be aggressive, man. Tell people how you made it, Steve. Aggressively. Since you want to, since you're aggressive and, I, and, I, and you've been aggressive, I made you. Be aggressive with that. Now, since you like to tell it like it is, Steve, then tell the truth of how it really is, how I do for you, what I done for you. Tell everybody you know what I done for you in a plain, simple way so they can feel you. See, he ain't, he ain't changed me. He just made me better with it. When you get loud, hey, man, every now and then get loud for me. You know, you want to tell some jokes, you real funny? Tell something funny. But let it be so more people can hear. See, that's, that's what he did for me. 
So for all you cats out there that's scared to come on over here, because you scared it's going to change, you turn you into some little punk, or you got to get sissied up or something like that. And please, before you start emailing me, that's not an anti-gay remark. I'm talking about there's a lot of dudes out there that just don't want to punk up and sissy up because they scared that's what it's going to do. Now you got to come over here and be this little meek lamb led off to slaughter every Sunday. That ain't what it is over here. God looking for men. God looking for, for, for real soldiers out here. See, everybody I talk to don't want to hear about Christianity, so I ain't got nothing for them then. How about that? How about that? I'm cool with that. See, every Christian ain't turning the other cheek. I ain't there. You slap me, man. I, hey, man, I'm sorry. I, don't, I, don't, I ain't there yet. But see, I'm a work in progress. He ain't through with me yet. I might get to the point where I can turn my other cheek. I doubt it. I ain't, I ain't looking for I ain't praying for that one. I'm, I don't for real about you, man. I'll be praying for more strength. So when I when you do slap me, when I come back around, I come back nice. Oh, you slap me, you won't slap me twice. I can promise you that. Where am I going with this, Steve? Huh? I'm sorry, y'all. Just remember what I told you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, this is it. This show this morning is dedicated to all rubbish workers. Rubbish? Rubbish. I don't even know what that is. Recycle. Oh, okay. And garbage meaning. Yeah. Come on now. Okay. Trash collector. Yeah. Yes. A lot of my homies from Cleveland on the back of trucks been riding for years. Shirt open. <laughs> they Why? Yeah, sure. Because they, they stomachs they do. they don't they don't button. They can't button their shirts. Yeah, they can't button them. No, they they didn't outgrew their uniform. Oh, oh, okay. I thought it was some. Stuff. One of my boys say the reason his partner he ride on the back of the dump truck with his boy. The reason his partner <laughs> didn't gain so much weight. He say because. He eat the garbage. You know it ain't true, but he back he back there. I'm telling you, though, he got to be back here eating his garbage. Because <laughs> he, so he just gaining damn weight back here. He's back here eating his garbage. Man, I ain't ate no garbage, man. Well, what the hell are you eating then? Yeah. Yeah. So uh it's the beginning of week three for me. I lost two pounds last week. Woo! I'm down five now. Okay. Well, this I lost is three the first week. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, at the beginning I lost two, so I'm down five. Well, go ahead. It's midweek. I'm sorry. Oh, you doing good, man? It's me. I think I call it because I played in Sears golf tournament the other day, so kind of yeah. threw me off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's home day. How was that, by man, the way? Man, I had a good time with Sears. Uh-huh. Sears, good. That's my boy. Uh, he actually has celebrities at his golf tournament. At the Steve Harvey Celebrity Golf Tournament, I'm the only celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> and me? Hey, I'll be there. Say what you just said again, because I don't think he heard you. Said had uh-huh. real celebrities at his golf right, tournament. Right, right. At my golf tournament, I'd be the only celebrity right, there. Right, I don't yeah. think you know. Okay, then what happened? And I say it, and me, because I'd be at your tournament, too. Say it again. I'm sure he didn't hear you. Shirley, you set me up for that. <laughs> yeah, cause, yeah, because you walk right into that Shirley, second one. I, I, I ain't even do this with you this morning. <laughs> Uh-uh, uh-uh. Go ahead, Shirley, start some mess. That's what. That's all you did. I showed it. I showed it. Dog, I didn't even hear that. I don't even know where that came from. <laughs> so you just tuned him out yeah. automatically? <laughs> yeah. Just, hey. Well, I knew yeah, not either to. Either way. I didn't get in that. It's pretty bad. Mm. 
Hey, how's Ryan Seacrest doing on the show with Kelly? He's better than her. I haven't been. Wow. wow, man. I'm sorry, that just flew out of my mind. Wow. So That's for your did, ce- from your celebrity <laughs> nephew. Well, he's man. good. He, I'm sorry. He's yeah. That you got to think it. before you speak. I mean, I love Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. Uh, he's just a consummate pro. So, But I'm going to tell you something else. He's a really cool guy in real life, too, I've never man. met him. He is a really, really cool guy. Ryan Seacrest is a really, really cool dude. Man. I love him. I saw him Seacrest one day, my out. girlfriend and I, uh, he was driving down in our neighborhood, down the street in his convertible, and we were like, Ryan Seacrest, hey. He turned around. He said, hey, ladies. <laughs> I thought that was <laughs> yeah, so cool from him. what's up? Y'all want to like, ride? Hey, ladies. <laughs> Y'all want to get in, learn yourself a little something? <laughs> All right, it's time for something funny when we come back. Uh, Melania Trump in the news again. She's done it again. Roscoe Wallace has something to say about it. All right? Ain't no problem. <laughs> we'll, Go. we'll be back. <laughs> he loves this. Yes. Hell yeah. Here go Roscoe. Yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, here we go. Social media sites say she's at it again. I'm talking about the First Lady, Melania Trump. She is accused of plagiarizing former First Lady Michelle Obama. Soon after the violence at the rally in Charlottesville, Virginia, Mrs. Trump tweeted August 12th, uh, quote, our country encourages freedom of speech, but let communication without hate in our hearts. No good comes from violence. Hashtag Charlottesville. However, no sooner had the first lady put out her tweet than a meme started claiming that Melania's response on Twitter was copied from a comment made by former first lady Michelle Obama last year. Although it's still unproven, uh, the first lady actually, that she actually stole uh, the former first lady's words. Some are calling Melania Trump a repeat offender. (laughs) (laughs) You you remember the first time she was accused of plagiarizing Michelle Obama's speech last year in July (laughs) at the RNC. (laughs) What is Vaughn? Uh oh. Sounds like he's here. He's here. (laughs) How come everybody? Hanson. <laughs> Mike check. Mike check. What's going on, clear. baby? <laughs> what, hey, 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 what's going on, Tommy? What's happening, man? How you doing? Hey, little baby, let's go to Julia. Roscoe, my hero. What a little one. Hey, Roscoe, welcome back. How you doing? Hey, Golly. Hey, Roscoe, you just popped up, huh? You Pop just... up, you know what? Why, why I got to act like I ain't, I ain't Steve? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pull back that curtain on us. Yeah, what the hell? What the hell? <laughs> what the hell you want me to do? Ease out? <laughs> hell, Steve here, I'm here. <laughs> it just go down. What were y'all talking about? Me going well, up? you know, First Lady uh, was accused last year at the RNC of plagiarizing one of Michelle Obama's speeches. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard she that. said, my word is bond. Yeah, Remember yeah, all no, that? no. Mm-hmm. Where you get that from, you Yugoslavia? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, now, don't talk like that. <laughs> yeah. My word bond. Come on, dog. Right. So that like, like if she say, come on, dog. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Where that come from? Right, Roscoe. My word. Now you ain't no Muslim. Yeah, now, now they're saying <laughs> she's done it again. Come I don't on now. Know. I don't know. I got I homies know. in the nation say that all the time. My word is bond. You show sure ain't in the FOI. FOI. You ain't in the FOI to M-O-I. Has that ever happened to you, though? I mean, what I know that? you've written a lot of songs and stuff. Oh, everybody plays right me. You know, ain't, ain't nothing new. What? Like, like who? Everybody what? Who? Who? who, who 
hell. The question is, who ain't? I know. Now, Stevie Wonder, <laughs> one of the greatest writers of all time. Oh, man. Stars. Stevie all the time Stop. always something Stop. takes on for me. What did he take from he you? He takes from me, too? Yeah. Yeah, he wrote that whole love song, ass. Yeah, he stole ass from me. First of all, it's <laughs> he stole. as. He stole. First of all, let's get that clear, Roscoe, what please. That? It's as. A-S. As. Now, what I said. <laughs> Stevie Wonder stole ass from me. Ass. <laughs> he stole what? Ass. Ass. Say the song, around the sun, there's no sheep revolving. And the rosebuds know the bloom in early May. Yeah, that's yes. the song. Just as kind as knows no shame. Beautiful know through all your joy and pain. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll be loving you always. Uh-huh. So you, yeah, take it away, you're Carla. You're gonna <laughs> sit up here and say, <laughs> "Go ahead, girl, get up." You have something in common with First Lady Michelle Obama when it comes to plagiarizing. That someone is taking your stuff and not giving you credit, and you're saying, "Musical genius, Stevie Wonder." Jack your song as one of his Did, all-time classics. Didn't it sound like I wrote it? Where it come from, Carly? You always hate <laughs> You always got something to say about something I got to say. And I just told you I wrote a song. I wrote an ad for it. It's as, Roscoe. Songs in the like, key what of I life? Said, song that, I ain't write songs in the key of life. I wrote ads. <laughs> Did you write it? I wrote ass in 1949. I believe him. I believe him. I believe you wrote that ass too, though. Hell yeah, yeah I know Stevie. Do you even know Stevie Wonder? Hell no. yeah, and Stevie oh. know me. Stevie Wonder when did knows you. Write you? It? Hey, well, he know me. He, you know, he know my boy. <laughs> oh my God. He oh don't God. know you when he see you. No, he ain't never seen you. So you met him So, before. like, you know, it ain't like I could be standing there. He could pick me out of the line. Or, that ain't what I'm saying. But he do know my voice. Though. Know your voice, though. Yeah. How did you meet? How did you meet him? You know, it uh, wasn't him that I met. Oh, well, who was it? I no. met his daddy. Oh, you met his daddy. Oh, you met Stevie Wonder's what, dad? What was his name? Blunder. Blunder one? Blunder one. <laughs> yeah. Are you making this up, Roscoe? Well, hell no, I ain't got time to make it up. <laughs> I, I got to get all this in. So I met Blunder back in 49. I wrote, I wrote ass in. Yeah. The ass was really a civil rights song. A what? It was a what? I thought it, it was it the was, ultimate love song. It is yeah. ultimate love. We switched some of the words, but it was, was really a civil rights song. Really? Let me what, hear how like, you wrote yes. it. What do you mean? Ass. The sun revolves around the earth. Uh-huh. No, she revolving. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And the Ku Klux Klan <laughs> is standing in the way. What? <laughs> Just as kindness knows no shame. Uh-huh. Come on. White folk always bring in pain. <laughs> but I'll be getting rid of you one day. <laughs> and that's how I wrote it right there. Yeah. I wrote it. I wrote it. I, wrote, I, wrote, I want to hear the I wrote it just like that. It was, it was an anti-Klan song. Oh, I wrote it. And then I just changed the word when I met Blunder. I told Blunder, and Blunder said, well, I got a son. He can't. He blind. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. And uh, you know, I, you know, he, you know, he 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 needs some help writing songs. Because I was gonna uh-huh. ask you, how did Stevie get it? Oh, in his oh man. Stevie got a song. I read. Stevie said we need. Can we change a few things, Rocco? I said a cold. A cold. <laughs> he, said a, he said a what? 
a Kobe can. Because <laughs> it was ass when I wrote it. He took an S off of it. <laughs> all right. That's we, the first thing. I wrote it as ass because that's all we was doing was passing out in 1949. We got to go, Roscoe. The prank phone call. Yeah, Steve can say, I can say it, but we're going to have to take one of these S's off you. Run that prank coming up I, I, when I, I, we I come him, back. Go ahead. It was ass ass when I wrote it. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with our national news. But right now, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. Bed bugs, baby! (laughs) Everybody got a bed bug every now and then. And here it is. Bed bugs. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to speak to Shanice. Uh, She's not here right now. I'm going to take a message. Uh, Do you know when she's coming back? Nah, is this a business call or something? No, nah, no, nah, this is personal. I need to talk to her immediately. No, nah, you need to talk to me. This, this a man. This, uh, who is this? This is, this is Brandon. Who, 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 who are you? I'm Ernest, man. But uh, how do you know Shanice? I, I got a bit of a situation here, man. Uh, and it, it's basically a financial situation that I'm owed some money from her. So I kind of need to talk to her about, about getting this money. Uh, is, is totally disrupted my whole apartment and i need to actually see about talking to her about getting this whole problem taken care of what what's the what's the situation what what's the what's going on i mean i i'm basically right now i'm twenty five hundred dollars in the rears due to due to shanice and and i i you know i i need to see if she's gonna be able to pay me for the situation or what you know do my girl owe you money she she owes me twenty five hundred dollars twenty five hundred dollars for what I don't even know who you are, first of all. So, what's up with the twenty five hundred dollars? Man, first of all, my name is Brandon. Okay, okay. and I've been—I I, know—I've been knowing Shanice probably for the last three or four months now. Okay, so here—you you, want to know it all in a nutshell? Is it's like this: Shanice been coming through, okay, for the last three or four months. Been coming over here to my spot, to my apartment, hanging out. I'm just now finding out within the last two weeks. Um, it's I had to get rid of my couch. I had to get rid of my mattresses because your mattress because it's bed mattress. Bugs. Wait a minute, dude. Wait a minute. So you trying to tell me she was in your bed? Yeah, she been in my bed, dude. She been in your bed. Are you crazy? Hey man, come hey, on man. now, dude. Listen, you know, you hey, know, dude, the problem is not right now. where she dollars. Problem is, you talking twenty five hundred dollars? You talking about my girl was in your bed? Now we not even gonna get into that. You understand what I'm saying? But that's twenty five hundred dollars. You can forget about it. No, 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 no. Hold, Hold up. up. First of all, you no. calling here? You calling here? You calling here? And here is do answer the phone, and you still got the to ask for her, and then go tell me about some twenty five hundred dollars about some mattress? Dude, I'm out. My my mattresses, man, are a thousand bucks. It's full of bed bugs. I had to throw that away. Man, I'm not worried about no damn mattress, dude. You talking about my girl? We've been together for four years. I'm about to pop the question on her, and you want to sit there talking about she been hanging with you or kicking with you for the last four months? It's about to be over in a minute. Dude, if you want to marry Shanice, cool. I don't care nothing about that. Hey, don't even worry about that now. But you over my phone talking about some damn mattress, man. That's that's a problem, dude. I ain't worried about no damn mattress. I ain't got no mattress mattress right now. You calling my house? You calling mine? I do not have a mattress right now, nor do I have a couch. Do you understand the problem that brings me? I don't care nothing about your mattress or couch, dude. I don't care nothing about that. Your name, you say your name, Brandon? 
I'm Brandon, yes. Yeah, Brandon, okay, don't worry about it, Brandon, because you're going to find me real soon. Don't let me find you before you find me, though. You understand what I'm saying, don't you? Dude, dude, dude. No, because no, no. you, you can have them bed bugs and that mattress or whatever. Answer these for all I care. But what I'm saying is, if you talk about some bed bugs, ain't no bed bugs over here. Okay, so, so what's she getting all the bed bugs from? She done brought them over here to my place. I don't care nothing about it. She ain't bring nothing over there, first of all. But I ain't, that ain't even a problem right now. Dude, if you want to call you call me over, over here, man. Ain't ain't nobody else over here. Right, don't worry about who you had over there, but you don't go call here talking about no money. You ain't getting nothing from here. Okay, first of all, dude, check this out. I don't have a problem with you, okay? Me and you cool. No, me we and you got cool. a problem. We already got a problem. You calling me talking about you been sleeping with my girl. Hey, dog, dog, once I'm going to say it again. Me and you cool, dog. We dude, cool. We not cool. We not cool. First dog, of all, dog, I'm going to find out who you are. I'm going to handle Sinise myself. I'm going to handle you later. What you do to what you talking about you you gonna handle me? I'ma handle you later. You want a mattress, right? Hey, hey dude, dude. You want a mattress, right? Go ahead and marry Shanice. I, I ain't got nothing to do with that. My no problem about is getting that. my money back, man, for the for the property of mine that she has ruined, man. I, don't worry about that. I'ma get you a mattress. Don't worry about that. It's gonna be a casket wrapped around that no. Hey, hey, dude, dude, why are you sitting here creating the drama with me when me me and you, we ain't even the problem. The problem is Shanice. The problem is you picked up your phone and you called here. That's the problem. Okay. Now you got okay, two so problems. You ain't got no couch. You ain't got no mattress. Now you got a dude after you. You understand what I'm saying? You know what? I, I see I can't talk to you. When do Shanice get home, man? Don't worry about when Shanice get home. Okay. What you need to worry about is when I find you. Okay, so so when, when I, you going to have my money then when you find me? Because I need my money. Yeah, I'll have your money. I'm going to have your mattress too. Please understand. You're going to be resting real well. Okay, okay. So, so let me ask you this here, man. Shanice bring bed bugs over to my house. Leave them all in my mattress. Leave them all on my couch where I got to throw my stuff away. Where I'm wrong at, man? Where I'm wrong? I'm going to ask you straight up. Did you know she had a man? Say what? Did you know she had a man? But I, I mean, kind of, kind of, sort of, but not really, though. I know kind of, sort of, man. Either you know she got a man or she don't got a man. You knew she had a man, right? And you still went and did it, right? Hey, dog, I ain't got nothing to do with y'all, man. I, I'm, I'm dealing with these bed bugs. You understand what I'm saying? Dude, do you understand you messing up a, a four-year relationship? You know how much time I put in with this woman? Four hey, years. Hey. Four years, we about, to get, we about to get married. And you calling here with this When are y'all supposed to get married? Don't worry about when we supposed to get married, man. You messed that all up. What I'm trying to explain to you is, dude, you calling here on some bed bug which I know she ain't got nothing to do with, but the fact that you told me that she was over your house, in your bed, that's over. It's over now. You understand what I'm saying? Now, when she get home, I'm going to deal with that. You understand what I'm saying? That's going to get dealt with. I'm walking up out of here. But when I leave here, please believe my next stop is to come find your First of all, how did you get the number to this apartment? That's what I want to know. Hey, dude, she gave me both numbers, the cell phone number and the house number. It told me, you know, if it's an emergency, call the house. Okay, and this is an emergency. Yeah, this is an emergency. I well, got bad well, bugs, well, man. Learn, learn, learn another emergency number. Learn 911, because when I come knocking on your door, either you come out or you handle it, or you better call the cops. You understand what I'm trying to tell you? <sighs> hey, man, do you think Tommy will pay for the bad bugs? Who is Tommy? I'm just saying, do you think Tommy will pay for the bed, but who the f is Tommy? Tommy, dog. Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ernest, you just got pranked by your girl, Shanice. <laughs> man. Y'all, y'all. You all right, man? Boy, hey. Well, it was over. It was over. You understand what I'm telling you? It was <laughs> over. <laughs> scratch yeah. that out, scratch it out, scratch it out. I'll scratch it out, scratch it out. <laughs>
bed bugs, baby. <sighs> I'm the prank okay. man. I never thought I'd be this old playing on the phone. I really did. But yeah, none of us did. I can't tell you how many times I had to go to the playground, put him in my pocket and escape. And escape. <laughs> Get in here. Was he that little, or did you have really big pockets? Which one? I mean, either way. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like I'm you Tyrion on the Game of Thrones. Yeah. I ain't yeah. small like that. Jump yeah, in here. Yes, you were. <laughs> I grew past that. I was, but you stayed way longer than most people. <laughs> you went from Tyrion uh-huh. to Manuel to... Lewis <laughs> did to he Gary short? Coleman. <laughs> And that's where you at. And he's stuck there. Stuck right at Gary Coleman. Gary Coleman, huh? What you talking about, Willie? <laughs> yeah, that's that's where he at right now. I was growing. I didn't care. Shirley. Well, I had a boy bite. He had a girl bite. What do you mean he had a girl bite? Why did he bite? have a girl yeah. bite? How are you going to touch the paddles with the ball across there? This must be true because he's not protesting. No, he's not no, saying anything. Much. He's uh-huh. very uh-huh. He the one who bought me a pink bike. He was pink? Well, I was trying to keep the boys from picking on you. How you gonna pick on? Well, I just told him you a little ugly ass girl. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, he had hair back then. They jumped on him anyway. <laughs> All right, we gotta go. Miss Ann is coming up next with our national news. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Miss Ann is standing by with today's headlines. In the wake of the violence in Charlottesville over the weekend, and in some cases even before that happened, leaders in several states are calling for the removal of Confederate symbols in Nashville at the Tennessee State Capitol. Protesters call for the bust of Nathan Bedford Forrest to be removed, the Confederate general and KKK leader. Wow. Was uh, yeah wow. was part of a mass killing of black soldiers back in 1864. So they gave his ass a statue. A statue, uh, right? Unbelievable. Yeah. So yeah, and then they're protesting because they want to keep these statues around. In Florida, uh, in Florida, Jacksonville, the city council president uh, requested that the city take stock of all Confederate symbols on public property and develop an appropriate plan of action to move them to museums or schools. Well, okay? why don't they do, look. Schools? Look, yeah. listen to this. Right. African Americans mm-hmm. had to pitch in their money. Oprah Winfrey, Robert Smith. Oh, yeah. They all gave money to have the African American Museum in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And a lot of other people contributed mm-hmm. also. Look, if hillbillies want to keep <laughs> The Confederate mess. Do what? If hillbillies put their money want together. to keep mm-hmm. the Confederate flag and all that stuff, then put y'all money together and build your building. You can carry your little kids in there, keep talking about this ignorant mess till you leave mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody mm-hmm. else that wants to, we had to raise money for the Martin Luther That's King right. statue up in D.C. Let them raise money, take all these statues, and put them in a the building. And you can go worship, serve. No who you, no well, what? Then they got to go. <laughs> right. They can't be out here and pull them down. Down, yes. Black people keep coming up with money yeah. to do stuff. Yeah. Just let yeah. these let these Confederate mm-hmm. loving the South will rise again, people. You can feel how you want to feel. Just go in the building. Y'all can have church in there and everything. Party, pizza party. Oh, throw it up. You can put a Chuck E. Cheese in there, all that. Put a little ball machine. Chuck E. Cheese ain't going in there. With uh-uh. You. No, no, you no. Do a little ball machine and you got little games in there for the kids, you know. And what would they call it, the racist museum? Oh, well, hey. <laughs> you know, the South Arise again, whatever they want to cut that, they can feel how they want to feel. It's a lot of people really want to keep the memory of the Civil War yeah, alive. because they say that's part of their history. 
Well, but, okay, cool. Then cool. Well, you then lost. Do it yeah. <laughs> Let it go. Yeah, and slavery's yeah. over. But that do make sense, though. Put y'all money together. Yeah. Get it in the yeah. museum. Like Oprah. Yeah. And go down there and have yeah. a good time. Bro, ain't nobody mad at you. Oh, they then go on ahead. But what you cannot do is put it on taxpayer property. Mm-hmm. Well, we got to pay taxes to maintain this statue, and we don't care nothing about this statue. Because yeah. black people pay taxes in Tennessee, Charlottesville, and everywhere else. Amen. So mm-hmm. now, Amen. if we got to pay taxes on this public ground, we got somebody out there polishing the damn statue, squirting yeah. off pigeon crap, then what we need to do is we need to have a say-so of what's out here. Let's get all that hillbilly mess and put it in the damn warehouse somewhere. Yeah. And y'all open up a warehouse, just tour the warehouse. And do yeah. it. Yeah. You can put sawdust on the floor. <laughs> you can just make it look feel like a reborn and everything. Horseshoe reenactment, reenactments, You know, that's that. another thing. When they be doing them yeah. civil rights reenactments, uh-huh. they be... Oh, the fight and drum yeah. and all yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. You lost. Mm-hmm. Why do we keep reenacting this? Let it go, stuff? man. Let it, it go. It ain't gonna change. Thank you, Why Jesus. Why are we lost. reenacting this? You lost. <sighs> South ain't rising no more. Ever. <laughs> it's new now. Yeah. And then right after we get rid of that, we need to get rid of this electoral college vote. Yeah. And Absolutely. just deal with the popular vote. Yes. Whoever gets the most votes wins. All right. Well, in Florida, like I was saying, Jacksonville, the city council president requested the city take stock of all Confederate symbols on public property and develop an appropriate plan of action to move them to museums and schools. All right. Trump, uh, Trump ain't said nothing about this. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go. Miss Ann is here, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, the very talented Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, everybody. This is Antrip with the news. Well, it was a swift turnaround. Here it is. President Trump is now defending his delayed response to the violence in Charlottesville last weekend and again insisting that there was blame on both sides. The president held a news conference yesterday. It was billed as being about a new infrastructure initiative, but things quickly went south, as in Virginia, with Trump saying both the left and right sides were at fault. You you had a group on one side that was bad and you had a group on the other side that was also very violent. And nobody wants to say that, but I'll say it right now. Many of those people were there to protest the taking down of the statue of Robert E. Lee. So this week it's Robert E. Lee. I noticed that Stonewall Jackson's coming down. I wonder, is it George Washington next week? And is it Thomas Jefferson the week after? You know, you you really do have to ask yourself, where does it stop? By the way, historians will point out that although they owned slaves, that neither George Washington or Thomas Jefferson were part of the Confederacy. That came years and years after that. By the way, President Trump is accusing the business executives who quit his Manufacturing Advertising Council this week in protest over his reaction to that Unite the Right uh, rally. He says they were grandstanding. The president of the Alliance for American Manufacturing has now followed the examples of the heads of Intel, Merck Pharmaceutical, and Under Armour in resigning from Trump's panel. Police in Charlottesville, meanwhile, reviewing the way they handle things during the supremacist rally. Police Chief Al Thomas says they did the best they could under the circumstances. We were following um, a number of groups, ensuring that they were being peaceful, uh, but it, it, it was a challenge. And now Governor Terry McAuliffe is ordering a review of how the state of Virginia issues rally permits, as well as how police prepare for public demonstrations. A sheriff in North Carolina says he's pursuing felony charges against the protesters who pulled down a Confederate monument in Durham early this week. Anti-racist demonstrators seen on video using a rope to pull down the statue of a Confederate soldier that stood outside the old courthouse there. And now police didn't intervene because they said they didn't want things to escalate. But now Sheriff Mike Andrews says he's been able to identify some of the protesters and prepared to use every legal option to arrest them. Let me be clear. 
No one is getting away with what happened. We will find the people responsible. The state law prohibits municipalities from moving, removing monuments without prior approval of the legislature. And today, National Baby Boomers Day and National Number 2 Pencil Day and singing National Harmony Day. Boom, 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 boom. Singing Harmony. 20 minutes after the hour, Eugene the Butterfly is coming up. Stay tuned to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's introduce Eugene, please. And do it nicely so he Ladies can have a good ge- attitude. Come Ladies on. and gentlemen, here he is, Eugene. That was very nice. That was Steve. good. That was good, good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Uh, Stephen, um, Shirley, Carla. Yes, Butterfly. Good hey, morning. What's up, Eugene? Good what's morning, Junior. Hey, man, butterfly. so what we got to do today? Flap on, flap on. Tommy, good morning. What's up, man? I'm sorry, Stephen, what did you say? I said, so what we got to do today? Nothing. I'm not going to ask you any questions because you don't like me to um, ask you anything or you don't like surveys or anything like that. But I'm letting you all know. Today it's about back to school and I'm going back to school. Oh, you um, are. Congratulations. I want to be on. Wonderful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but it's gonna, it's like modeling now. I want to be on Project Runway. And Stephen, I'd really, if you can help me get on this show. Right there. Right there. <laughs> Didn't I just say, what do we have to do? And then he said Wait. nothing. And now here he Wait. come talking about some damn help. And you're not, I'm not helping you get on the show. You no, have connections. That, no, it, It's no. designing. It's as a designer, because, you know, he makes all his own clothes. So Man, he'll be on there. About it. <laughs> he'll be on there as a designer, Steve. <laughs> Steve <laughs> I really need your help you getting are? on Project Runway. I really, really do. And I think I'm, I'm great for um, being on the show. What I has really he do. made, Shirley, that you would wear? Well, there's, you know, the halter thing. The halter thing sounded Shirley, really nice. You I can't wear no halter. No. So what else <laughs> what? we talking about? <laughs> Wait a no, minute. You Shirley can home. wear a nice hall. No, can. Carla can uh-huh. too. No, 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 not you. not tied up behind the neck. They can't. Yeah, it get real up in there now. Yeah, unless you go real far. Tommy, butterfly. Yeah. Back. You know, yeah. Unless you go make this halter out of chains or something. <laughs> I hate you with everything. Everything. Every Stephen, do you know Heidi be. Klum? Could you hook me up with Heidi Klum, the house, or even Michael Kors? Could you to help me get on Project no, Runway? They don't. They don't care for you. See, there could be an audience for butterflies' designs. What? I created the man halters for you, Tommy, and um, Junior, remember? And, hey, man. Nobody wear Nobody wore Y'all didn't wear it, but I'm just saying it was a great design. They See right there. Car. A great design is worn by people. A design that you I make created and nobody the rumpers wore. and everybody wearing that now. <laughs> Everybody's not wearing them. Them rumpers ain't really catching on. Our yeah. rumpers catching on. I, male rompers. Yeah. The one that played for Oklahoma City, he wore he, he wore, only wore it one time. He ain't had on one since. You talking about Russ or uh, uh, Westbrook? Russell Westbrook. Yes, yeah. he wore a romper. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he wore it once. Who else? You gotta wear one, Junior, before <laughs> the year's over. So don't be don't be here trying to uh, count down the line who wore one, who didn't wear one. You gotta put the one on. I wore, I bought for you. Okay. All right, man. Good luck with it, though. <laughs> You gotta get it on me. I'm fast. <laughs> the bottom line is, can you connect me with Heidi Klum? That's no. what I'm trying to do. No. You have all these connections. If no. you don't, if I've, you don't I've ask, actually, you won't. I've, I've actually never met her. You didn't meet anybody else. <laughs> well, I, like I just said, I haven't met her, so you won't be on that show. <laughs> we gotta go. Thank you, Butterfly. All right, we Why come back from like the break. Uh, Steve, we have a couple of questions for you. We're gonna ask you, how old were you when? We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, we have a couple of questions for you as promised. 
This segment is called How Old Were You When? How old were you when you had your first kiss, let's say? No, Gwen Harris did that to me. I was 13. Oh, oh 13, so that was I a little I, late. I didn't want it. <laughs> what do you mean you were traumatized? She made me do it. She snatched me off my bike. She stayed across the street. She was a big girl. She pulled me down off the bike and threw me up against the tree and kissed me real hard. And then what? None. I just felt violated. <laughs> I didn't cry. I didn't cry nothing, but it was just traumatizing. She was big. I, she was actually on my TV show. Yeah, I remember. I remember when she seeing came her. She was actually, yeah. They found her, uh-huh. and they found Gwen Harris. Uh-huh. And then she came on TV talking about, yeah, I ain't make you. You wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at her. I'm going, you just a damn liar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You say that so on TV, a, though. <laughs> no, I told her that. <laughs> came down there with, man, I ain't seen Gwen Harris, man. I think the last time I saw Gwen Harris, I was at a mama's funeral, man. I might have been 19. And you had no idea she was going to be on the I show. I had no idea. Wow. Wow. And my first kiss wow. was on my talk show. Wow. And it was not wow. a kiss. It was not memorable. It was very forceful. <laughs> she was stronger than me. She was handling my little ass. <laughs> my little ass was just getting snatched. But were you in the, in the were you at that age where you liked girls? You start, had started yeah, liking yeah, them and yeah. thinking, no, okay, no, you were 13. I never at went 13, through the phase yeah. where I didn't like girls. Oh, okay. I liked girls in kindergarten. Oh wow! Oh, okay, man, he was that then, one. That one. Yeah, yeah, I had the girl on my show, but the first girl I ever walked home, I walked her home in the sixth grade, Aww. and carried her book for her, Teresa okay. Shepard. You remember their names, her names, and everything, yeah. Steve. Dog, no, Michelle Hawkins, Michelle Hawkins was in high school with me when I was walking and playing. I want to go outside in the rain in the cafeteria, and she wouldn't give me a date. And that song was on, and that's why that song "Go Outside" means so much to me. Oh. I wanted to cry. Yeah, <laughs> go outside. She was on my show too. And when they all came out, I named every last one of them. Wow, wow. That really threw them off. I'm sure they remembered you. Excuse me. His name? What? What did you just say? Please. Don't try to help him, Junior. Because <laughs> 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 you just definitely he, said he it. Just said that. <laughs> You don't never learn, do you? Uh-uh. Hey, he Jeez. was voted this year. He was voted Jeez. most difficult in high school. Uh-huh. I'm trying to okay, tell you. <laughs> Let's just move on. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> what, uh, how, old were you, how old were you when you heard your first Earth, Wind & Fire song? I know that's your favorite 17. group of all time. 17. Okay. 17. 17 is love. 17. Might have been 16. 16 when I heard the first Earth, Wind & Fire song. 17. When I bought my first Earth, Wind & Fire album. Wow. And what was the song? The first song I heard was Head to the Sky. Oh, yeah. That was Mm -hmm. off the Head Mm -hmm. to the Sky Mm -hmm. album. Mm -hmm. But my favorite Mm -hmm. song on that album was Masquerade. Can this work? I knew he was going to sing it. That boy can hit. Be a masquerade. I want to (laughs) know. Are we what we really see on the outside and hiding what we really are on the inside. <laughs> just when you think he's finished. You're something. <laughs> you're really not. Ooh, yeah. Get into it, boy. The whole world.
is a masquerade. <laughs> some that kids was, trying to figure out. <laughs> I don't give a damn some what them kids, kids trying to figure, figure out. out. <laughs> I don't give a damn what them adults trying to figure out. I figured it out. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Fine. Y'all want to ask me some more of them? I like that. Okay, you like that. Okay, we'll be back uh, with more and the nephew's prank phone call coming up. Yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after the hour, it's today's Strawberry Letter. But first, come on, nephew, for your prank phone call. And then after that, we're going to ask you some more questions, Steve. So get ready. Is that your husband? Mm. Huh? Is that your husband? Yes, it is. <laughs> All right, well, your husband in the park. Here, here we go. <laughs> well, with another woman, and that's your husband. What? No way. Play too much. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Karen. This is Karen. Karen, uh, hey, listen, my name is Mark. Are you married to Jason? Yes. Okay, all right, I got the right person. Listen, I don't I don't even know how to say this to you. My, my, um, my, like I say, my name is Mark. I follow my wife today. Uh-huh. And I, right now, I'm at a park, and I'm almost certain that my wife, is right now I'm I'm about two or three hundred yards away, but uh, I'm almost certain my wife is holding hands uh, with your husband, Jason. So okay, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. When you see my husband at the park with with your wife, how long have you been following them? I followed my wife this morning because I just was feeling like real weird about you know something going on, and I followed her, and I'm at the park right now, and uh, you know. This, I think this is. I think she's with Jason. I think she's okay. with your husband. What type? What type of car you do you see Jason in? A Lexus. What color is it? Um, white. Okay, that's him. So he's supposed to have went to work today, and this Sunday, and they had some overtime that he's supposed to be doing at work today, and he's at a park with your wife. Is Are that, you close yeah, to them? You, I'm not close to him. I'm, uh, you know, I tried to stay back. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold up. She just kissed him. She just kissed who? She just, my wife just kissed your husband. What you say your your wife your wife's name is again? My wife's name is Veronica. Veronica. Okay. Uh, what park they at? Uh, they at Langley Park. I'm Langley at Langley park. park right now. I'm under, I'm about two hundred yards away from them, and I'm looking at. She just kissed him again. I cannot believe this, man. I know well. You're not telling me that your your wife is kissing my. And husband, uh, what, well, how did you get my number? That's all up. Back this up. How did you get my number? And who are you? Like I say, my name is Mark. Uh, a buddy of mine named Fitz, Fitzgerald. Fitz knows. He knows Jason. I don't know and no Fitzgerald. Uh, I want to know how you get my number. Fitz gave me your. Fitz, Fitz told me he knew Jason and some kind of way got me your phone number. I don't even know who he got your number from. All I know is your husband is kissing my wife right now. That's what I know. Okay, you just sitting there watching. Give me the number. We can change this right now. You sitting there watching on some Spectre Gadget. I'll go and bust all this up because I don't play that. Because he said he had to work this morning, some little overtime. Don't have time. Who does that in the park with some body? It's too cold to be in the park anyway. You can't see no ducks. Give me, give me the address of this Langley Park. Okay, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. They getting a blanket out the car. Now who does that? I know well. He ain't no romantic type of guy. He never take me to no park. But they getting a blanket out the car and going deeper into the park. I cannot believe this. They getting the blanket. Well, what? I know she. I know she. 
No, I'm looking at. Give me the point. They got wine and wine glasses. Excuse me, excuse me. Mark, 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 give me the address of the bar. You want some white boy stuff? I'm trying to go. I'll bust that up. I don't have time for that calling me all started and watching your wife. I'm not going to watch and I'm going to hand him his ass. Okay, let's stop this right now. Take your ass over there to the park and give him the phone. I don't have time for this. You sitting up there watching your wife with my you calling me. What kind of you? I'm, you okay? I'm, 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 say what? You supposed to be up there getting on that because if I was there, I'd be the slap that and I've been handing him his cap. Go hand him the phone. Take I'm trying to see what else they gonna do. That's what you I'm trying to do. Thing you done seen enough. All that point that be over there doing, putting out a guy. What you want? Wait to see him. Take your ass over to hand him the phone. I know that Jason ain't in no park for no. I'm got my at home. I am on our third child, pregnant with a baby. But I don't give. I go up and whoop his while I'm pregnant. I know well Jason ain't in no park for no. Go hand him the phone. Look, I want to see. Oh, let me, let me, hold on, let me step out the truck. Hold on. They drinking wine right now. I, I don't give a about that. Go hand him the phone. Walk over and hand him the phone. I don't okay, know what okay. you do with yours. I don't play about mine. Oh, man, they kiss. Mark, Mark, Mark. I don't know who you are, but go hand him the phone. Go hand him the phone. You sitting up there watching with your weak. Who in the are you anyway? Um, uh, uh, that's my wife he with. He with my wife. You must be old. Because if you was one of them big old yoked up black one of got on this who does that? You can watching them at the park. I'm telling you, now I'm whooping that when I see her. I'm whooping your wife. Then I'm whooping Jason. And I'm a slap your calling me with this. You should not there calling me. Got my blood pressure. Star high while you should not there watching my husband with your wife. You supposed to be all on top of that. Yeah, when I see you got that coming too. But I'm I'm, I'm going to find this language part right now. I'm going to get off the phone because I'll be up there. I'm going to show you. How? Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Somebody want to talk to you. Give him the phone. Hello? Hello, who is this? This is Tommy. Tommy who? This nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your husband Jason got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> this is some <laughs> You almost made me have my baby up in this house this morning. <laughs> and I got two more months to go. Your husband Jason got me to prank phone call <laughs> He know better than that shit. I'm whooping anyway when he come on. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> he told me, say, look, man, my wife is a no nonsense. She ain't. She don't take no drama. None of that. He told that me. That no sense because I was like, what man sit there and watch their wife at the park? <laughs> what what man does that? This is crazy. But you tell him, I got him. I got him. Mm-hmm. Hey, I gotta ask you this, baby. One more thing. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get Jason with this. No, Tommy, I'm going to get you. I'll show you what I'm going to do. I'm just going to name the baby Tommy. Tell him that for a joke. Tell him you're going to name the baby Tommy? Yeah, tell, tell, tell Jason that I'm going to name the baby Tommy. There it is. <laughs> Boy. Hmm? That prank right there, that's my girl. That you made me nervous. Right there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> She's serious about her man. I love man. it. Oh, man. All right, hey, thank you, nephew. That was good, as always. Yeah. Oh, y'all got me thinking about First Earth when the fire song out here. Uh, you got Go into it. Okay, here's another one. Um, how old were you when you made your first 
million dollars. Oh, I like to know this. He was in his thirties, late thirties, wasn't it? Thirty-eight, thirty-nine. Later than that. Later than that. You made a meal with the Steve Harvey show. With, with I was the lowest-paid lead of any TV show on television. Was that because you were black? Well, because I didn't know. <laughs> Forget color. <laughs> this lack of knowledge. I really can't put that on racism. racism I did not know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. When I signed, I signed for. For what you thought was probably a lot, a lot of yeah, money at man. the time, right? $75,000. Yeah. Per show? Per show. What? God. That's yeah. a lot of money, Steve. Oh my God. Take that right but now. how, how it much was on TV. But that was the lowest. How much? Martin Lawrence was getting when he Did left Martin. TV. Martin Lawrence was getting like four seventy five a week. Wow, absolutely. That's encouraging. That's encouraging. Absolutely. It ta- mm-hmm. I, mean, I tell people this all the time. It takes a long time to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You don't just mm-hmm. run out here. My daughter and told me. I'm gonna make a million dollars my first year. Okay, cool. That's great, right there. Now I want to push you in the flow. And it's harder. And it's harder even to maintain it, right? It's, once you make it, it's much harder to maintain than mm-hmm. it is to make. As difficult as it is to make, to continue to produce it, mm-hmm. is monumental effort. Wow, it's daunting. But once you Whoa. get there, you learn the principles. You 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 adhere better. At least you know more. And, right. you, and you want more, because once you get a taste of it, you ain't going to go back. All right, coming up next, Strawberry Letter. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up next, today's crazy Strawberry Letter, as always. But first, Oprah Winfrey in the news, your good friend, Steve. She's opening up about why she and her long-term, long-term partner, Stephen Graham, have never gotten married. The couple has been together for more than, guess how long? 26 years. 30 years. They've been together 30 years. And Oprah tells Vogue that uh, they did consider tying the knot at one point, but realized if they did, they wouldn't still be together. Really? Oprah explains we would have not stayed together because marriage requires a different way of being in this world. She adds that his interpretation of what it means to be a husband and what it would mean for me to be a wife would have been pretty traditional and i would not have been able to fit into that no she could yeah because she's not a traditional person no she's had yeah. a different life yeah she's and had I a different understand. kind of a life yeah. you know if he wants a wife to stay home and mm-hmm. cook and yeah. clean yeah. and all that, that. Ain't yeah. yeah that ain't what she's yeah. fitting to do yeah. yeah got news for you no yeah not a lot that of thing people <laughs> Not a lot. Shirley, Shirley, what, Shirley? Shirley ain't going to cook. I was just... Uh, so she half there. Uh, Shirley clean as hell. You ain't a billionaire. Right. You and Oprah got something in common, huh? Yeah. My wife not can bank do accounts, both. She can but, uh, cook and clean. But she doesn't, well, she's not required to. If you to. don't have to, yeah, you, yeah you I'm not to. mad at that. I ain't mad at none of it. You know, I'm, you know if, you can, if you can get yourself a deal... Mm-hmm. Yes. Where you can just go live your life, you uh-huh. probably ought to sign that one. Exactly. Thank yes. you. Yo. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Carla, on the other hand, has been cooking since she was nine, as we learned yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> nine! Now, who who, who washed the clothes at your house? Huh? Who do what? what? Who washed the clothes at your house? Let yeah, me... the housekeeping man. It well, ain't I can promise you who it ain't. <laughs> What? I don't even know what. Hey, 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 The clothes I took off this morning before I came in here, I don't know what. I don't know what happens to them. <laughs> <laughs> you do not take your clothes off and step uh-uh. out of them and leave. Do you steps, do that? They be right there on that closet floor. <laughs> I don't know what happens. I don't know if it's a 
You Pray can't. God, mother, I don't know if a ghost. A ghost? I don't know what happened. St. Patrick. Hey, I, I, I don't hang up nothing. I throw stuff down. I, when I come back, ain't nothing in the floor. Like, I don't know what happened. And, and the next thing I know, one day it's just all back. It's magic, Steve. It's magic. You know, if they go to the cleaners, I don't know if they wash it, but we don't really have to go to cleaners because we have a dry cleaning facility. Where? What? Excuse me? Where? Where? Whoa, whoa, no. whoa, 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 Hurry, hurry, I know it's time for the we letter, but... to the letter, yeah, hurry up. But, but, but you can buy come the on. machinery. You can own the machine. Oh, we got to talk about this. And if You could dry crazy, clean your clothes you at, your clean at your house. Jesus is it's on the main a, line, isn't it's he? It's just a machine. You just call okay, okay, It ain't no magic on, trick man. down there. Dog, them people down there got machines. You can get small ones. It's in dust and dust. Just got trained somebody had to. Why did you so got hard a to Harvey believe? cleaner? No, why is you? Why is I'm he sending is George all this Jefferson. stuff out? <laughs> you are you George Jefferson? Yes. Yeah, and uh, and don't know how to work it or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I walk past a little room, it'd be hot as hell in that hallway. <laughs> <laughs> Stop right there. We'll, we'll revisit we're coming, this. We're coming back point. to your phone. Yeah, yeah we're coming right, back. Let's get to the letter, nephew. Come on. Buckle up. <laughs> Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. <laughs> Subject, where do I begin? First of all, hello, Steve, Shirley, Carla, and Tommy. I live in a small southern town in Georgia to say no more. I recently moved to Florida 10 months ago to the big city of Jacksonville for a better paying job. A month after I moved there, I met a wonderful man who I deeply have feelings for, but he lives back home near my old hometown. Every other weekend, he comes down to see me. I offered to come back home to visit him, but he said not to bother because we wouldn't have the privacy like we do here at my apartment. Well, I am fine with that. Saves me from not paying these high gas prices, LOL. Well, to the point, Code Cracker. My best friend back home is getting married, and I am so happy for her, but I told her I was unable to make it to the wedding due to work, which I was lying to her. Well, the weekend of the wedding was coming up, and I began to feel guilty. Told my boss I needed a couple of days off due to some issue back home. While I was heading back home, I thought I would call my boyfriend and tell him I was coming home for a couple of days for a wedding. Well, he told me he was going to a wedding also, but didn't have time to see me because the wedding was out of town, which I was fine with. I got to the ceremony in time to get a seat for the wedding and wished my best friend the best of luck for her wedding. Sitting in the far back of the ceremony, I couldn't see her new husband-to-be all that well, so I decided to move up closer where I saw an empty chair so I could see the wedding and get a better look at the groom. As I walked up to the chair, I noticed the groom-to-be is my boyfriend. I, I've wow. been seeing for nine months. Mm. I left soon as I left soon as I saw him, which he didn't see me. Now my best friend is married to this man I once had a relationship with. I broke it off with him, but giving him a different reason why I couldn't see him any longer. I want to tell my best friend of five years about her husband and I, but my best friend doesn't even know I'm gay. What, what? should I do? Because he doesn't deserve a Wonder Woman like my best friend. Help me out. Sincerely, my ex-best friend's husband now. My ex-best friend's husband now. Wait, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. all right. <laughs> I want to tell my best wrote... friend of five yeah. years about her husband, mm -hmm. but my best friend doesn't even know I'm gay. 
what should I do? Because he doesn't deserve a Wonder Woman like mother. So are you saying that the person that wrote this letter is a guy? That's what I got out of it. Good God it, to That's my. exactly what I got out of it, Steve. I mean, you know, uh, dear my ex-boyfriend's husband, now she she or he starts with where do I begin? You know, I got to say the same thing. Where do I begin? I mean, I was fooled. I thought I had this letter figured out until, you know, you threw the drama uh, <laughs> in the end. Up until that time, along with everyone else, I'm sure... I thought you were a woman who was writing this letter. I, I really, really did. But the, oh, the line that says, my best friend doesn't even know I'm gay, you know, indicates that a man is writing this letter. His best friend is a woman who just got married to the man he was having an affair with. This mm. is fiberglass. Now, this one, you're fiberglass. Well, that explains why the best friend wasn't in the wedding. Right. Because I was thinking if she was a yeah. female, why wasn't she in why her best was... friend's wedding? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so a man uh-huh. wrote the letter. He had an affair with his best friend's now husband, and he wants to know, should he tell mm-hmm. his best friend this, this his lover's nasty. wife? This oh, God. <laughs> Cold cracker. Oh, my goodness. Can you crack this after. The code cracker well, he's speechless. Right looks confused, oh, but uh, he'll be get a it together. Bit different response. Yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve, <laughs> with part two of your response to yeah. today's strawberry letter. Let's go. Uh, the new groom is on the down low, which okay. is a very appropriate word because no matter how you look at it. If you're on the down low, even if you try to flip it, you low down. Mm. Either way you look at this, this situation is ugly. See, I have no problem with being uh, a person being gay. If you're going to be gay, then be gay. Right, right. But just go be that, though. Yeah. Do not ruin somebody else's life. You know, come on out with it. Be proud of it. That's what you are, then be proud of it. Take your stand. This is your stand in life. Who am I to judge? Plenty of them. You know, I got my own issues. I am not in the judging people business anymore. Once upon a time, I used to be. But if that's your thing and that's what floats Mm -hmm. your boat, then you do your thing. You got to work that out with your creator. You got to fix that out in your soul. That's your lifestyle. But if you're going to have that as your lifestyle, then have it. See, the down low is what stinks. When you perpetrate into a woman that you her man and all her man, then you go out and you take on some other man, but don't tell her about it. Now you ruin her life. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you're going down here every other weekend with this dude. And once again, brother, that wrote the letter, I ain't got nothing against you. You're doing your thing. You live your life. That's how you choose to go. That's your business. My personal viewpoint of it is not important because it ain't my life. So you just doing you. You done met a man you deeply have feelings for. But this letter is written from a different perspective. It kind of has gay wrote on it. What do you mean? If you just read the letter. Uh, every other weekend he comes down to see me. That sounds like something some man would tell a, a woman. But you yeah. offered to come back home to visit him, but he said not to bother because we wouldn't have the privacy like we do here in my apartment. Yeah, no, you can't have the same privacy privacy because the fiance got a key and she keep coming in. Right. Now, y'all can't be all this all up in there. She right. got the key. But still, that made you think that they were just having an affair, you know. Well, I'm just yeah. saying, that's one of the reasons why you just can't right. go back to that apartment. Absolutely. Well, I'm fine with that. It saves me for paying those high gas prices. Laugh, laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. This ain't funny. <laughs> nice little cute attempt at a joke, but this ain't funny right now. Well, to the point, Cold Cracker, 
My best friend back home is getting married, and I'm so happy for her. But I told her that I was unable to make it to the wedding due to work, which is lying to her. Mm. Well, the reason you lied to her was because that weekend that she was getting married mm. was your weekend yes, yes. that he come down every other weekend. Mm-hmm. Come on. So you just lied and said you couldn't make it because you wanted to stay at the house for your weekend. Mm-hmm. But then you? you felt guilty and said, I'm going to go on up to her wedding. So then you decide to call homeboy, tell him you're coming. Well, guess what? The reason he wasn't coming to Jacksonville that weekend because he lied to you and said, I'm going to a wedding. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we could hook up. We ain't going to have time because the wedding I'm going to out of town. Mm. Interesting. Well, now, now you just got two men lying. Yeah. And who lie yeah. better than men? I don't care if you a man, man, or a gay man. Men lie as well as anybody. Yeah, I don't know anyone that does. Thank you, but we have to go. Uh, you can email or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at my girl Shirley. And tomorrow is the day, ladies and gentlemen. Tomorrow's the day uh, we're going to start our after show Strawberry Facebook Live. Uh, this is it, baby. Situation. One o'clock. Yeah, one o'clock Eastern. One o'clock Eastern. We'll be live with all your questions, all your comments, whatever you want to talk about. The Strawberry Letter. Uh, it debuts tomorrow, one o'clock Eastern, on Facebook Live. You can find. Me at my girl Shirley or Shirley Strawberry. Okay, so please join me tomorrow. We want to make a big splash. All right, and thank you guys so far for loving hey. the letter and uh, writing us and keep those letters coming. As a matter yeah, of fact, keep you, those sir. letters coming. Hey, thank yeah, you guys. It's gonna be really good. Tommy, you, you go in fun. at 102, then I'm coming right behind you at 105. <laughs> Yeah, and then that yeah. way I'm gonna close it. Yes. I'm going through you the exact same thing, right, Carla? You gotta have that, Carla. <laughs> I'm gonna just come in at 127 and just cuss for three yeah. minutes. <laughs> what is with this cussing? Because you on the internet, on the internet, you can do that right. Now. <laughs> yeah, you guys. You need us. <laughs> <laughs> you need uh, to make it pop. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody, did you hear all the cussing uh, on Strawberry uh, After Show live can, uh, today? Uh, what do you think about this? Beep, beep. Same thing. You <laughs> talking with the preacher? <laughs> right. Right, girl. What? Uh, all right, switching gears. Uh, Chance the Rapper acted as the Grand Marshal of the Windy City's annual Bud Billiken Parade. Oh, We'd wow. love yeah, us some Bud Billiken. We did that the last yeah. time together. Yeah, we did a couple of years together, Steve. Uh, then he hosted a free invite-only concert on Saturday night. Chan said it was important to him for him to uh, make sure the building was full of the teachers, parents, and other cornerstones of the community that helped build local youth up. The biggest surprise of the night was a pre-recorded video message from guess who? Chicago. We're talking about Chicago. President Obama. Yes! Oh. Yes, 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 yes. He sent his congratulations to Chance the Rapper. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. nice. Chicago. I thought R. Kelly had sent it in. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would have been, that would have been stunning. No, no I was going to go with it because he came uh, from Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of the most famous Chicagoans out there. Oh, No, it's from President Obama. Uh, he had a great Crazy message. man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's really good. Chance, I love the fact that he gives back in such a major way to a city that he loves and grew up in. Yes. And then he honored the teachers and, and the parents and the, you know, the important He's people in the guy, community. Man. Yeah, you know, because a lot of times teachers are those unsung heroes, you know, and thank you yeah. for that. We appreciate it. Yeah. And President Barack Obama with the video message, that's major. Mm-hmm. That's major. It is. We imagine if I could get this dude on my TV show. Who? Uh-huh. President Obama. Well, oh, I'm President sure you can make that happen. Why, why he wouldn't come see you? Yeah. Yeah. 
Y'all, y'all really think way too much of me. <laughs> Come on, that's a phone call for you. Who are the cleaners in your house? We think a whole lot of you. It's not a whole cleaners. It's just a cleaning machine. <laughs> Are your, are your clothes ready the same day or the next day at three? <laughs> it depends on what I'm wearing. And do they do alterations? <laughs> yeah. What? 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 You are something else, Steve Harvey. I love I it, though. I don't see what y'all... Oh, it's major. We, just, we didn't know about the cleaners. Yeah, we, we did not know about the yeah. cleaners. I didn't know that either. But y'all, how you think people start cleaners? It's a machine. In their house? We didn't know they started no, them at their house. Right. You ain't got to buy the store. You ain't got to be a giant wall unit. We know about George Jefferson, okay? You just need a little one. Oh. No, they make all that for people, dog. You just got to want it. Okay. Hey, Unc, you know what? What if we started a cleaning business? You know, Neff and Unc. Why would you cleaners. do that? And run it out of his Why house? Why would you do that? Now, I'm finna make, <laughs> I'm finna make $6 on a <laughs> slacks. Yeah. Why would I be sitting up in there working my ass off like that? In by 7, out by noon. Yeah. Really, you're going to make $2. I'm going to make 4 because it's my idea. But that don't worry about that part. Right. Well, you're you going you, you to make that by yourself. <laughs> I got a couple of other ideas that can flip a little bit more money. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so uh, comedians sometimes get serious, you know, because life is serious. I mean, they they have a funny take on things in life, but a lot of times they get serious. And last night, uh, comedian mm-hmm. Jimmy Fallon, host of The Tonight Show, got serious. He talked about... Um, uh, the thing, the tragedy that's going on in Charlottesville, Virginia, he took a few minutes to say how he felt about President Trump's late response to the Charlottesville tragedy. Take a listen. Even though The Tonight Show isn't a political show, it's my responsibility to stand up against intolerance and extremism as a human being. What happened over the weekend in Charlottesville, Virginia, was just disgusting. I was watching the news like everyone else, and you're seeing like Nazi flags and torches and white supremacists, and I was sick to my stomach. My daughters are in the next room playing, and I'm thinking, how can I explain to them that there's so much hatred in this world? They're two years old and four years old. They don't know what hate is. They go to the playground, and they have friends of all races and backgrounds. They just play, and they laugh, and they have fun. But as kids grow up, they need people to look up to, to show them what's right and good. They need parents and teachers, and they need leaders who appeal to the best in us. The fact that it took the president two days to come out and clearly denounce racists and white supremacists is shameful. And I think he finally spoke out because people everywhere stood up and said something. It's important for everyone, especially white people in this country, to speak out against this. Ignoring it is just as bad as supporting it. And remember, there are people who have given their lives to make sure this kind of hate doesn't spread. They fought and died on the right side of history. One brave woman in Charlottesville, Heather Heyer, died standing up for what's right at the age of 32. I can't look at my beautiful, growing, curious daughters and say nothing when this kind of thing is happening. We all need to stand against what is wrong, acknowledge that racism exists, and stand up for what is right and civil and kind and to show the next generation that we haven't forgotten how hard people have fought for human rights. We cannot do this. We can't go backward. 
Wow. Wow. <laughs> that wow. was very, very yeah, touching. Wow. You can wow. hear wow. the passion in his voice. That's yeah. the dude he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he took a moment, you know, to just talk about it because he has daughters growing he, up he in this said, world. The most yeah. important thing he said was, it's important that white people stand up. You said that yes. just the other day. Man, let me tell you something. You know? This is not going to be cured with just us. Mm-hmm. Slavery didn't end because black people got tired of being slaves. Right. We were sick of that mm-hmm. yeah. before we got over here. Right. We were sick of hearing about it back in the villages in Africa. Mm-hmm. What's happening? They coming to get and take where? Oh, man, we've been sick of it. Black people had the most to do with it. Mm-hmm. But understand this, without the help of some abolitionists, some mm-hmm. Quakers, That's right. some caring people, mm. just some God-fearing people that go, wait a minute, man, this ain't this right. These right. are human beings. Yeah. You right. know, and until that, then slavery just existed. This problem that we have here that continues to exist, to act like, I hate when I hear people say, there's no racism. Mm-hmm. I be going, where you stay? Man. I don't see mm-hmm. color. <laughs> where you stay? Well, I'm not a racist. So be- because you're not a racist, don't mean racism don't exist. That's right. It exists, mm-hmm. and and we got to stomp it out. And 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 but this guy David Duke, when he made the comment the other day, that when President Trump came out and finally denounced this, yeah. and used white supremacists and KKK, did you hear David Duke's response? What did he say? I, I he said, that. "You need to take a good look in the mirror, in the mirror, yeah. because we are." The backers, we are the supporters that got you in the White mm-hmm. House. Wow. See, and that right there is scary. Mm. Yeah, it is. Uh, On so many levels. Yeah. Because they took some of his rhetoric mm-hmm. and and wrapped it around they Nazi flag and they white supremacist groups. Yeah. Because when he said, I'm going to make America great again, we're going to take our country back. Uh, I don't know if he said it exactly that, like that. But he said something and I to the effect that that he wanted to make America great again. Well, they took it as, well, let's get it back to what it was in order to make America great again. Mm. We got to get it back to what it was. Because yeah. I didn't I never understood what period of time he was talking about <laughs> when he yeah. was talking about let's make America <laughs> oh, great you again. Know. Because I'm sitting up in here going, because I, I, I don't remember... Ain't none of my past better than it is now. Yeah, right. Now right. when I was 10, mm-hmm. 40. No. You know, I'm about doing about as good as I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we have some problems in our country. Oh, absolutely. For all Steve. of us who suffer injustices. And we got to do something about it. But I promise you this, though, man. It cannot happen unless we all sick of it. Yeah. Right. And yeah. now yeah. we're starting to get it to where we're all sick of it. And now it's it's going to... Something can get done. It's sad that it has to come to that, but it do. Yeah. I hate that that woman was killed. Oh, that's so such a tragic situation that didn't have to happen. I mean, she was down here, man, to help others. Mm -hmm. Her Mm -hmm. African-American friends. Her mother said she has Mm African-American friends, and she tired of them feeling uh, Mm -hmm. injustice. And she has gay friends, and she tired of them being, uh, you know, discriminated Mm -hmm. against. So here she come. Okay, cool. Now, here come this butthole. Now, they done found a picture of him, this reporter on CNN, when he was doing a study a little while ago. Mm-hmm. He had a picture of him and his voice on his phone at a neo-Nazi rally. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even his high school uh, teacher came out and teacher, said that yeah, he was sympathetic that. to Nazis, to the Nazi mm-hmm. cause and all of that. 
And to Adolf Hitler. Yeah, I and to Adolf Hitler. So why we? Only 20. So much hate. Hey, 20. I don't see 20. I, ain't, I, ain't, I don't get it. Uh, see, now now we got a, a trial. Mm-hmm. He did it. Yeah. James Fields. Yeah. yeah. What's the trial for? Okay. <laughs> now all this money taxpaying. He on video. Uh, he mm-hmm. in the car. Mm-hmm. Plenty of witnesses. Mm-hmm. Let's get right to it. Yeah. He don't need no damn lawyer. You you it. <laughs> we'll be back. Any Steve. other country, yeah. your ass is it. <laughs> we'll it. be back. That's true. And if we start mm-hmm. doing people like this and quit letting them off the hook, we got to go. cut some of this. Whatever. Careful. We got to go. That's, I just asked a question. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, is that time again when we need you the most? Uh, we need you to be the judge. It's time for right. To, uh, or wrong oh, with your nephew and junior. Have you ever noticed the, we, all of the worst segments we have? Tommy's in. He did both. You know, you know oh. it's amazing to be a what part of the, the worst segment and done. the best what segment. About the prank call? Well, he's a part of the worst and the best. The prank oh, okay. weekend confessions. <laughs> the week, the, the the pranks are the best segment. <laughs> Okay, we so can he's confession. a part of the best. Right or this, wrong? You just don't like the fact that I make sense. I wish no, they was here. Right y'all or wrong. try to gang up on See, me, you and Joe. This, this really shows you what the A&M college system is doing. <laughs> this is what boy. this really shows me. Why his ass <laughs> <laughs> He got one. He's a young you ready? Man. Oh, there's a story about your alma mater, too, that I think I gave you, Shirley, by A&M. Wait oh, please, let's do okay. that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We got it. Oh, coming God. up. Mm-hmm. What's not? Mm-hmm. What's coming up? Oh, God. Okay, here we go. <sighs> what is it? First Tommy? of all, I just text him because he don't pick up my call no more. What's Junior up? don't answer your call? Junior, yeah. Junior, Junior, no, that's don't, not don't right. Play your boy. Yeah. I, so, I work at a TV show now in the daytime. I don't have time to talk. <laughs> I don't have time to talk to him. Okay, so... Let me ask you this. So I asked him this last night. He ain't respond. Will you tell him it is rude for a deaf person to do sign language while they mouth is full of food? You are right there. the most stupid person. Right there. I know. You're not supposed to talk while your mouth is full. So am I right? You're not supposed to sign language while you're eating. Tell him, Unk. I'm, You're not going to say nothing, Steve. You just sitting there. Why? Why? So, so you mean tell me you sitting here, fingers going. <laughs> with, with a You're burger not... in your mouth. That's rude. <laughs> but if they could chew with their mouth closed and talk, <laughs> that, that, if you could chew, if you can talk without genius. opening your mouth. <laughs> I, I saw this at the restaurant, and I was appalled. This is just rude. <laughs> You can't you be doing sign language and your mouth is I full. That's idea. rude. I have an idea. Spell appalled. Sign language it. Do that. Now, then here's another one for Mr. Junior Boy. Tell this boy if some Siamese twins yeah. have sex with some more Siamese twins. Ain't that swinging? <laughs> oh, God. Hell yeah. Tell him that, dog. Hell I yeah. thought about that last night. Time, like, like, I think you're right on that. Yeah. <laughs> that was right there. Yeah, I had to. Okay. When he looked at me, I'm right on I, I had yeah. to argue that. I can't even argue. Yeah. I, I'm with you when you're right. Yeah. Good <laughs> time, that's swinging. 
if I look over my shoulder and see my partner with the person I'm connected to, you're in a swinging situation. I cannot believe you yeah. over there. I mean, if we saw me twins and you in here with this girl, I can, it ain't, ain't no way in hell I'm just going to sit here. <laughs> I love right or wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, I love it. I love right or wrong. I'm so just... stupid. <laughs> Oh, that was a good one, nephew. Now, last week, looking at me like, hey, man, what is you excited for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm right here. Isn't that your you turn? Yeah, I am you. Turn. Yeah. Yeah. And you over Quit there looking it. at us. Yeah. You I over know. there getting it, and I know what you're doing. <laughs> but, but you try to flip y'all. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, you better not get him going to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't argue. When I move, you I move did. just like that. that. Yeah, last oh night, God. I said, no, nah, that's it. That's true. Okay. He, he going to text me back, okay, you you, you, yeah. uh, you kind of got a point on this. He didn't uh, want to admit it. He didn't want to admit it. He didn't want to admit it. That's funny. That. What else you got? Oh, last, you know, the reason why he didn't pick up my collar because last week we was uh-huh. on the phone. I said you do know the devil is married, and then he gonna just hang up on me. What? Wait. Tommy? Will okay. you tell him the devil is married? Yeah, yeah I know he is. What? <laughs> I know he is. I, I can tell you who he married to. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. You knew his yeah, wife. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> yeah. So Tommy got three out of three. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I know good hell well. Tommy he married. is right. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Tommy. I love right or wrong. <laughs> what oh, you God. got? Why? Why are you saying <laughs> that? Is yeah. yeah. Finish it. I know his wife and his ex-wife. <laughs> Be quiet, Steve. Oh, hell yeah. There are more than one way you can get in trouble, okay? Well, I was just talking about the devil. <laughs> <laughs> I just told him the devil was married because... You know, because you know when they they when they be raining and and sunshine and at the same time, that's when they be arguing. That's why, because I know he. That's my grandmama said, so I knew he was married. <laughs> that, that, oh, you're yeah. talking about no. when it's Mm-mm. that ain't no, how you no, know. No, 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 he actually does have a wife and an ex. <laughs> Would you stop? <laughs> stop <laughs> it right now. <laughs> And, and how much pain was you in then? Boy. <laughs> I mean, we all heard that when we were little, right? When it's raining or whatever. I've the never heard that. Yeah, I've was... never heard that. And this is the first time I'm hearing this for Tommy, but I am here to confirm. <laughs> you know He's for right. a fact. So, so far, how he two out of three this? with how, me. And how do you know it? Because I <laughs> dated <laughs> Don't say that, Steve. It just didn't work out for you. Don't say that. (laughs) Tommy. Are you done? Tommy. What? I love right or wrong. <laughs> this first time you ever been two out of three. I know. Okay, now I, I, I don't want to say this one. I no, think you, gonna go you, out you, I'm telling you. Oh, you, you got was another good. one? The deaf one was the only one I didn't like. <laughs> but the, the swinging Siamese twins <laughs> and, and Lucifer's ex-wife <laughs> yeah. that I met. <laughs> I'd say you got three out of three today. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't really want to. But you're the, the judge, Steve. Yeah. No, I think he was uh, he was on fire today, except for the deaf talking. I think it's very gifted if a deaf person can talk and chew with his mouth. <laughs> I think that's he a talent that I wish I had. Let me tell you right now, because my, my mouth, food fall out my mouth all the time when I'm talking. All right, uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about Tommy's alma mater. 
Texas A&M. What? We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Tommy, as promised, we're going to talk about your alma mater, Texas A&M. It's in the news, your school. I'm scared. I'm scared. Yeah, yeah. This is not. Before you say it, can I just throw the term hillbilly out there? (laughs) (laughs) Quite apropos. Uh, White nationalists. Yeah. (laughs) When you know when you start a sentence off with white nationalists, it's not going to be good. good Mm -mm. White Mm -mm. nationalists are planning a September 11th, get this, White Lives Matter protest. September 11th. September 11th. 9-11. 9-11. Uh, the A&M student newspaper, The Battalion, initially reported that organizer Preston Wigginton uh, said it was he was inspired by the... Preston Wigginton. Uh-huh. Mm. Wigginton. He sound like a racist. <laughs> said, he was, <laughs> said he was inspired by the Unite the Right rally last weekend in Charlottesville, Virginia. Really, dude? Really? Really? What was inspirational about that? White lives matter. Come on, yeah. When did they not? Uh, Of course, uh, (laughs) of course, the event turned violent, you know, uh, between uh, white supremacists and counter protesters. Wigington also had plans to invite Richard Spencer, the white supremacist who organized last weekend's rally. What the heck is going on? If white lives matter, what about the, the white woman who was killed? Yes. See, y'all, see, you finna really find out something about life. But I don't understand. See, America, this freedom of speech we got, it, it sucks to the point sometimes. Mm-hmm. You cannot come on a state college. Is, is that a state school, Tommy? Yes, it is. Where we pay taxes mm-hmm. and do and say what you want to say on a campus that taxpayers are paying for and students pay to go to that school that may not want to hear it. You can't come up in there with all of that. Especially when it's hate. Now we got to stop some of these rules around here, man. To, this is ignorant. You can't get a permit for a parade to spread hatred. Yeah, it was. It, that's. I agree with that. I agree with that. Freedom of speech. They have to cut it off somewhere. When you talk about, I, I mean, a woman was killed here. Two state paratroopers were killed. Uh, th- this is. Gosh. Yeah, this is horrible. How are you? Idiot. How are you inspired by this? How are you inspired? Inspired by this hatred. Yeah, this is ridiculous. And let me tell you something. You can try it if you want to. But them people down there in Bryan, Texas, they got something for you. Yeah, they better not cross that There's some black people in Bryan not going to have it. Mm -hmm. Well, Well, there's some white people down down there, too. Mm -hmm. Because the white people in Bryan, you ain't going to bring that down here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I tell you what. Yeah, I mean, have now, a heart after what happened last weekend in Charlottesville. Come yeah. on. What you ain't been doing is bring it down there. Some some butthole comes swinging through in another Camaro and just start wiping people out. When you been doing that right now? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Drive a car down this street at, at top speed and see what happens. <laughs> see how it go. Nah. That, that's, that's so stupid. On September 11th. It's distressing, disappointing. Yep, that's your school. I'm sorry. Well, let me just ask Texas this question A&M. then. Tommy, I'm you going? Sorry. No. It's boy. White Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just know, because he, it's, you it's, it's his alma mater. Because he'll Aggie through and through it. <laughs> <laughs> Aggie throwing us school. I'm not going to make it to the rally, dog. <laughs> Come on, Tommy, gig him. Oh white lives I'm not going to be able to gig him. We know that. <laughs> yes. Know we know that there. white lives matter. We don't have a problem with white lives mattering. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All Mm-mm. black people want to know is, can ours matters just as equal? Exactly. 
Right. That's the the basis of the whole Black Lives Matter yes. movement. Man, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. This is quit shooting us in the back. Quit opening the window and shooting in the car. Like that brother, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Philando Castillo. Yeah, All right, Castillo. we'll be back. In Minnesota. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Last week, Tiger Woods pleaded guilty to reckless driving uh, for good reason, of course. He never stood a chance in court, though. ESPN obtained a toxicology report from the night of his arrest. Tiger was wasted on a cocktail of powerful painkillers, Vicodin, and... Uh, Duladid, a Dilla Dilladid, Oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds Reason a lot why better could than they what give I it said. To me. Yeah. I've heard of Vicodin though. Uh, Dilladid. <laughs> yeah, I know that because they give it to me. Oh yeah, oh, when you, you have a crisis. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah I had it in uh, Italy. I had it in what? Italy. Why you, you were in pain? What? What you were in pain in Italy. Why did you have it? No, I was had it. I had a gelato. <laughs> that's gel. That's ice, 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 like ice cream. cream boy. Yeah, Italian Sherbert. ice cream. Okay, what drug did you say he had? <laughs> Dilaudid. Oh, I thought you said gelato. <laughs> I had that. It made what me feel that? better. That was yummy. It did. I'll tell you what, if you, if you give some gelato, you do feel better. <laughs> now, I don't know if too much I had you high. <laughs> I ate a pint by my damn self. Didn't do nothing to me. The cocktail also included Ambien. That's a sleeping oh, aid. Sleeping we know that. Sleep. Uh, To help calm his nerves, Tiger had uh, taken Xanax and THC, which is the active ingredient in marijuana. First of all, let me just say this. That's a lot. Tiger need to get in touch. Mm -hmm. He need to get in touch with the Earl in him and stop all this. The Cablanation stuff? Yeah, we stop all this Cablanation because now (laughs) you're in here trying stuff. Stop all this Mm -hmm. Cablanation. You're black. Mm -hmm. They Mm -hmm. treating you black now. Absolutely. You're getting arrested. You're getting accused. Uh-huh. You're black. Hey, yeah, yeah, it's black yeah. now. Yeah. Stop all this cabinet. His mugshot, though, look just like Homer Simpson. Oh, no, it's like that. Yeah. But what he need to do, though, is stop all this. Homer. And, you know, and see, he's t- he said Have one of his mistakes it? was he's got away from Buddhism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His chanting and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Well, I don't know how that work, and I ain't here to slam nobody's religion at all in any way, so that ain't none of my business. But let me just tell you this, mm-hmm. though. Try Jesus. Here's... Jesus would be a good star. This would be a great man. Hasn't failed us yet. What I I think Tiger need to do Mm -hmm. is what Tommy just said and just try Jesus. Hey, he's never failed us yet. Not knocking nothing else, but Jesus do work. (laughs) He's He's on the main line. Lord God, Heavenly Father does work. Mm -hmm. Amen. I'm with God you when you're right. God Almighty, OMG, <laughs> all that work. Yeah, yes. Sir. You can actually start it with. Him. You I'm can not. Hey, no, I'm not knocking statues. No, it ain't what I do. But if I could recommend something to you, in the words oh, of Rance oh, Allen, yes. something, something about, about yes. the name Jesus. Yes, yes. It is the sweetest mm-hmm. name I know. Mm-hmm. That's just a recommendation. Yeah. Yeah. Now. Yes. Try that. You might can make a comeback and everything. Miracles happen. But right now, whatever you're doing, it ain't working. And you need to stop today. Yeah. Because you can't make a comeback with something that ain't right. Okay, mm. uh, when you make a recommendation, you got some substance to go with that? I have you lost everything uh-huh. I've ever owned before. Completely went down and all the way under. When they said what they said about Tiger, they just said it about me. Somebody sent me something the other day. Man, let, let me find this, what somebody sent me the okay. other day. 
Just try Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, it says in the Bible, oh, taste me and see that I am good. <laughs> All right, well, let's go to break and um, we'll come back and maybe you'll have it by then. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go with just one more thing before the break, Steve. You were trying to find a scripture that well, could possibly help Tiger Woods. But it was a, a partner of mine, Ricky Lewis, mm-hmm. sent this to me on Sunday. He had just come out of church. Mm-hmm. And if I could get this to Tiger Woods, mm. it could help Tiger Woods. If I could get this to anybody out there that's struggling right now, it could help you because it helped me when I got it. Well, please share. Mm-hmm. It, it, he said, uh, he called me Cy Gamma because that's why I played. He said, Cy Gamma, in church today, this is what he said. You don't realize that Jesus is all you need and to Jesus is all you have. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Matthew 1, 18 through 25. Mm-hmm. Matthew 1, 18 through. You don't realize that Jesus is all you need until you realize Jesus is all you got. Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. that right there. Mm-hmm. I see, but I've been down to that point. Uh-huh. Plain and simple. Uh-huh. See, mm-hmm. I, I got took down to where I had nothing mm-hmm. except his name. Yeah. That's yeah. all I had left. Mm-hmm. And buddy, let me tell you something. You gets to you gets to saying it enough times. No, it it is he's listening. And he'll do that to get your attention. Dog. <laughs> Came right through mm-hmm. for your boy. So I was solid, man. So and I recommend that to people too. But it's a doggone shame that you don't realize that Jesus is all you need until Jesus is all, all you, you got. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So what I do now is so I ain't got to get stripped down. I know now. I just call on him when I don't need nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hmm. yeah that's when the thinking come in. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't <laughs> wait till I need something to call him. I call him all the time. And he's Then when the I need something, mm-hmm. he, he my does. voice is mm-hmm. familiar. That's right. That's you know right. what I mean? So, oh, here you come now. Here you come. No, no. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I'm here. hearing from you in a while. Yeah, every <laughs> day. Yeah, there was a song called Don't Wait Till Midnight. Oh, man. Talking mm-hmm. about, you know, don't wait till that 11th hour when you oh, really need moment. him to call yeah. on me, yeah. you know. But I'm wondering mm-hmm. if he would be open to that, if he would just be open to hearing that. I know he wasn't raised in that faith or anything mm-hmm. like that. But at one point in time, man, that's what happens, man. You get out to mm-hmm. nothing. And you got to do something mm-hmm. because you got to go, why does it keep snowballing for me? And it's not improving at all. Yeah. It's just going down the hill, going down the hill. Downward spiral, yeah. But yeah. man, you don't, it doesn't have to be that way for you. See, life is 10% what happens to you. It's 90% what you do about it. But mm-hmm. if you're prayed up, if if you stay in prayer, man, if you, if you can just hold on to faith, God is always coming. See, this thing you're asking for, you got to quit thinking of it as denied. It's not denied. Sometimes it's delayed. Mm -hmm. I've been looking for this deal that I thought was going to happen for me last year. It still ain't happened. That don't mean it ain't going to happen. And that doesn't mean what God is doing is just getting things in place. He's just working it out. And if He's I'm not going to come down from heaven and say, here, Steve. And, and especially if you got in holes place. in your basket. <laughs> See, here's, here's the thing, He's folks. God. The stuff that you're asking God for, mm-hmm. you got to watch because if he gave it to you right now, could you really receive it, hold ready? on to it, mm-hmm. and maintain it? Are you ready mm-hmm. for it? Yeah. So a lot of times when you ask That's God true. for it, you know, man, you have to, you know, man, a lot, a lot of times when you ask God for it, 
you have to wait because there's some things that have to go into place. Mm-hmm. Right. And when it goes into place, then you get it. Because mm-hmm. it's something I've been wanting for a while now. But he won't give it to me because I got some people around me mm-hmm. that he don't want to have. It. See? That's deep. See, that's cold. That's deep. That's cold. So think about it, this in your life. Have you been asking God for something? And could it be the reason that he can't give it to you right now? Because there's somebody in your circle that would benefit from it that really shouldn't have it. Mm-hmm. Could that be? And oftentimes, that's it. If you look really, really carefully, because there's somebody in your life, man, that you've been really questioning their presence, but because you're loyal to them and you trying to be forgiven and a good friend, you oftentimes you overlook them. But if you are questioning a person's existence in your life, in your space, there's a reason why yeah. you're questioning them, and everybody got them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oprah told me that. She said, Steve, everybody got them. Everybody mm-hmm. got them. She said, the president got them. Everybody got them. So who in your life is in your space and in your circle that you keep getting the feeling that you really don't need them there? Mm-hmm. Or they really mm-hmm. don't mean you mm-hmm. good. That's right. But you allow them to exist. And you know what it is? It's just because you're a decent person and you're a mm-hmm. forgiving person. Yeah, you got and a you heart. try to find the good yeah, in everybody. Mm-hmm. And you don't wanna you don't wanna take nothing from them. You don't want to cause nobody no discomfort. But listen to me, man. If you don't prune the tree, your tree quit growing. And well, them bushes get wild up there. Wow. Well think about that if you plan on on playing the Powerball um, <laughs> tonight. <laughs> Tonight. Uh-huh. <laughs> Think about that. How many yeah. do I need to play? Saturday night's Powerball drawing <laughs> did not yield a winner, pushing the drawing for tonight's jackpot, listen to this, Steve, up to a whopping $430 million. Now, let me explain something to you. <laughs> yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> how much is a ticket? Uh, how much is a ticket? It's, yeah. it's a dollar, right? Dollar some change. Yeah, dollar, yeah something, something like that. that. So I, you can get like yeah. 10, uh-huh. 15 tickets. 10? No, let's get like 1,500 tickets. Let's go for it. Now, the cash value oh, of that jackpot is tickets. around. <laughs> <laughs> what what are you saying, talking about? people buy more than one. That's yeah. That was my point. Yeah. yeah. It only takes one, though. <laughs> yeah, but, you know. <laughs> but you got to have more shots at it. Yeah, uh-huh. to beat the odds. I need at least, man. What, Steve? <laughs> 200. <laughs> No, it's a pop, 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 pop. What? Huh? Five thousand tickets? I ain't mad at him about this man. Y'all have a good weekend. It's Wednesday, y'all. Hope day. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., 
And I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 